Hello everybody, this is We Are Marvel, a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan podcast that covers all the corners of the MCU. My name is Jerry. And my name is Justin. And join us as we delve deep into the MCU from Iron Man to Endgame and beyond. Join us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. That'll be pretty close because I can see, dude. <laughs> Alrighty, lead us in there, Big Papa. Ooh, I like that. Oh. Comment that in the show. <laughs> I'll just leave all this in there. Little I would. little, little intro, intro to the magic. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for almost everything that is horror. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. And welcome to the show, scratching off yet another subgenre of horror. Which is? Uh, nature. Nature. Get <laughs> natural with it. When animals fight back. Yeah. So, I... W- <laughs> yeah. I, I, I oh. had a thought. Well, no, I was just... <laughs> so, what I was going to tell you before the show, I'm like, there's two things to this movie. 60s okay. style stalking. Very much then, so, yes. And then birds attacking. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, I have it in my notes. <laughs> I know. I, I was going to send you mine, but I'm like, there's only so many different ways I can write down. Oh, she she's calling the DMV now. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I took three notes and I just kind of gave up. I'm like, there's, it's, it's, it, I love this movie. It is good. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I hadn't seen it since high school. Oh, really? Yeah, it'd been, a, it'd been a bit. And I definitely remember, I, I liked it more back then than I did now because it was 20 years and things have, you know, progressed in that amount of time. You've matured but or less so? I wouldn't say that. I would just say that I've definitely become a little more desensitized to things. Sure. But then, if you really do think about it, like just getting pecked to death, <laughs> which sounds suck, pretty horrible, it would suck ass because that's not a that's a slow burn. That's not mm-hmm. happening right away. It's <laughs> like, like it, those like, little dinosaurs in the Lost World that <laughs> mutilate that girl or whatever they end up doing. Like <laughs> that does sound pretty horrible. I'd rather right? be T Rexed on the toilet. Yeah, the, um, that's like when she goes upstairs. You know, spoiler at the end of the movie, and they're just all going at it, and it's like you know. 13 minutes later, just, uh, 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 fuck off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, shit. Yeah, you fucking dick. (laughs) That hurt. Fucking dick. (laughs) But yeah. But I am glad to do this one. We watched it uh, over Halloween. I bought a bunch of horror movies, and this is one of the ones that I watched. And it was the first time I had seen it since probably high school, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's of of the Hitchcocks. It's you know one of the ones that I do actually enjoy and want to yeah. watch. You know, more than once. Right. It. 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 Oh God damn it. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. There. I don't know. I was I done. Know. What are you doing? I don't know. I. <laughs> I was gonna say something and then I'm like, I don't. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I was gonna say like it was I'm one used of to those. That. Mo- like we it was cool that we got to watch it in high school because like if you 
remember back to school and then like, you know, they would wheel in the, and this is for us older folk. They mm-hmm. would roll in the carts with the big tube TVs on it and oh, it yeah. would have the VCR and <laughs> everything ratchet strapped to it. So it wouldn't fall over or fall off or, um, and I was like, man, we're, maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. Cause I was like, God, we're not watching some shit, you know, horribly <laughs> produced, you know, made educational for, nonsense. Yeah. Made for school nonsense. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, we're watching Hitchcock here and I was yeah. like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. It, it does have one of those. I mean, it's a classic film, not just horror, but it's a classic film in the history of the genre. So it's. Right. It's nice to be covering something like that. It's like when we did uh, Creature, or, you know, when we do any other Universal monster, or even Halloween, like those staples that yeah. transcend the genre and become like important film moments. Right, and that's kind of what I was thinking about with, um, I just got that box of 100 horror films. Yeah, I didn't I recognize like, a single damn one. No, and that's why <laughs> I was like, holy shit, we're talking like some, you know, evil brain, like some real old looking black and white monster movie mm-hmm. whatever and I'm like okay if there's a way that I could figure out how to incorporate that into like maybe a, a post every time I watch something like hey this time we watch this um it'd be interesting to make my way through that list because my horror poster got destroyed my scratch off one oh really got de- well yeah my my four-year-old saw me scratching one day and I came home and she's just, I'm like, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) And so, yeah. I can see my cats doing that. Right. (laughs) You know, that's why I haven't done anything with the scratch poster. Not that we really have like a a correlation. Like we have our Facebook page where we post our stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like we have two audiences. We have the ones that are there for the memes and then the ones that come to listen to the show. (laughs) Just want to bridge that divide there. It would be nice. Yeah, It would be. If if those two people would jump over and uh, Mm -mm -mm. join the Facebook and... Yeah, it's like it's like Mike who is always posting stuff in the group, but doesn't. I don't think he listens to the show. No. (laughs) Like, listen, Mike, come on. (laughs) But without further ado, let's get into the birds because there's a lot to get into. Is there really? Uh, kinda. Okay. It should go. Oh, sorry. I should do it in front of the camera so you can actually see. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for those that uh, didn't know last uh, from last episode, uh, we're zooming. Yeah. And so I can we can I can actually see when Justin's like <laughs> Yeah, cussing you out and doing all that fun stuff. It's good. Uh, it should go quick, but uh, it's Hitchcock, so there's always something interesting to divulge with that. Am I boring you already? Yeah. <laughs> Fair no, enough. I, I'm sorry, I'm sleepy and I don't know, man, like I probably could have fell asleep on the couch. This meat is making my belly warm. Hmm. Mm. Indeed. Watch The Hobbit and drink your mead. I feel like I need to be watching. <laughs> go back over there, turn this off, and go back to watching Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those that haven't seen it, a wealthy San Francisco socialite pursues a potential boyfriend to a small northern California town that slowly takes a turn for the bizarre when birds of all kinds suddenly begin to attack people. And man, is she creepy as shit. Yes, she really is. I, well, I mean, it's... Well, Psycho I mean, kind of does it when she, you know, steals from the boss and 
goes, you know, gallivanting after the guy that she's, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. running around with. But this was extra strength, just weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I saw you at a bird shop. I'm gonna follow you for I can't, hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait till we get into the actual movie so we can deep dive into just how creepy she is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoop, there, it's directed by and produced by Alfred Hitchcock with a screenplay by Evan Hunter based on The Birds by Daphne de Moyer. Uh, stars Rod Taylor, Tippi Hedren, Jessica Tandy, Suzanne Plachette, and Veronica Cartwright. Jessica Tandy? Really? Uh, it released March 28th, 1963 with a budget of $3.3 million and a box office of $11.4 million. Wow. Not too shabby. At all. And I don't know if that includes, you know, any re-releases or, you know, like, uh, screenings at festivals and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. I'd take it. Yeah, oh, okay, so, because I was like, man, I know the name Jessica Tandy. Like, I've heard that. It's, you know, but I didn't know, yeah, she played Lydia. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that exactly. I well, just, I know the name too. I'd... Right. Well, because I, I was like watching the movie, like she didn't look all that much older than Melanie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I mean, she was in her fifties, but I mean, like Mitch didn't look like he was very young either. So I'm like, gosh, no. I was like what? 15 when she had this guy or what? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she has an 11 year old. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like I'm, I'm he's like i'm 28 years old what the fuck <laughs> like well you look like you're 47 so <laughs> that sounds about right for a movie in the 60s i think mm-hmm. everybody with the chain smoking and everything else was looking a touch older than they really were that's a fair assumption yeah uh evan hunter who had written previously for hitchcock's mystery magazine and the television anthology series alfred hitchcock presents began working on the screenplay september of 1961 uh, he and Hitchcock developed the story, suggesting foundations such as the townspeople having a guilty secret to hide and the birds an instrument of punishment. Murder! <laughs> it's murder! That's bird and murder! <laughs> Sorry, I was inspired by Mermaider from uh, Metalocalypse. It's mermaid murder. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Hitchcock at later stages consulted with his friends Hume Cronin, whoever that is, whose wife Jessica Tandy was playing Lydia, and V.S. Prichette, Prichette? Uh, bo- Prichette hmm. uh, who both offered lengthy reflections on the work. This is something that Hunter found difficult. Hitchcock cut, uh, cut the last ten pages of the screenplay although some sources say possibly more, in order to create a more ambiguous ending. Mm. Which is fine. I I don't know. It would have been kind of cool, I guess, if they had given it like a... These people in this town are horrible, and so nature is turning against them. Right, but you don't get that vibe, though. Like No, not at all. Yeah, like... It's really just a freak occurrence on this town, and everyone has to desert it, which is creepy in its own way. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it too, like when they're in the diner and she's like, this is your fault, you brought them with you. And it's like, yeah, she's like, what are you? And I'm like, uh, 
<laughs> well, what if it? What if it was her? She was the first one to get hit. Yeah. You know, so like, what if? And she it hadn't did... happened before she showed up. Mm-hmm. It was a little over the top, but I was like, I guess if this was the '60s and some weirdo showed up too, I'd be like, hey, fuck out of here yeah. <laughs> with your <laughs> birds. E- even our birds are turning against you. Maybe you should go <laughs> home. Right. <laughs> uh, Ray. Berwick was in charge of the live birds using used in the production, training and catching many of them himself. The gulls were caught in the San Francisco garbage dump, and the sparrows were caught by John Bud Cardos. Uh, however, the captured sparrows had to be used alongside birds from pet shops to achieve full effect in the scenes where they invade the house. Hmm. Which is awesome. That yeah. scene. Both at times the birds invade the house are just like the best parts of the movie to me. Yeah. My favorite part's when they're they're getting through the door and I'm like, mm-hmm. Yes. It's creepy. It really is, because it's like you can talk about all sorts of animals attacking and stuff like that, but like they're working their way into the house in like mm-hmm. the creepiest way possible. Yeah. And that's I mean, we can get into it later, but of all the animals that could attack, that's one of the creepiest ones, if you think about it, because they can get to places that other animals can't. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if they really want to, you're not going to escape them. Yeah. That's the truth. Uh, Hitchcock decided to do without any conventional incidental score. Instead, he made use of sound effects and sparse source music uh, in counterpoint to calculated silences. He wanted to use the electroacoustic mixture troton Jesus Trotonium T R A T R A U T O N I U M. Nope. Yep. Not to create the bird calls and noises. That was the creepiest part of the movie for me, because it sounds like they're like banging on like you like the old big saws where you can bang on them and like mm-hmm. Wiggle them? Yeah. Thunder-esque, but it's like, what? I'm like, no, I don't like it. (laughs) Bjarts. Bjarts. (laughs) He's stupid. (laughs) One of my favorite parts is towards the end, right before she's stupid and goes into the attic. She heard something, as if there wasn't a million birds outside. True, true, true. (laughs) Cheap, 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 cheap. Oh but my it's God, like we're going dead... off the rails early. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking a root beer here. And I'm yeah, I'm I am drinking as well. Uh, but it's dead silent. Most everyone's asleep, and you just hear these little flutters. And then it stops. And then you hear it again. Yep. And then it's 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 actually really creepy once you're swept up in it and you're like, oh, these birds are pissed. And they yeah. are out to seek vengeance for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. The special effects shots of the attacking birds were completed at Walt Disney Studios by animator technician Yubi uh, Eworks, so I'm going to say that. Okay. At MGM, Bob Haug was put put in charge of the optical effects for the sequence where Melanie hides inside a telephone booth as it is attacked by the birds. Hitchcock had requested that Haug remove any shot where Melanie looked... uh, placid and urged that she be in constant movement instead <laughs> i'm having word problems today <laughs> yeah that that uh that phone phone i, I am too. glad you are too <laughs> i feel, feel better now <laughs> that feeling booth yeah that phone booth scene was like what's going on here 
Well, it's a classic. I mean, it it's. Is. But like it's, she definitely didn't stop moving. It makes it seem much more hectic. Yeah. You know, and it is. I would if I had to pick a scene that is you know most attached to this movie. It's like the shower scene in uh, Psycho. Right. You know, you remember the whole movie, I suppose, but that scene of her getting attacked in the shower is the scene that that movie's known Stands for. Stands out the most, yeah. Yeah, and with this, it's got to be the phone booth. Yeah. Uh, Linwood Dunn, a founder of Film Effects of Hollywood, was commissioned to work on the attic scene. He was asked to produce a rough cut of the sequence before Hitchcock left for Berlin in December of 1962. Bill Abbott at Fox was in charge of the optical effects for the Crow Attack sequence, which would take six weeks to finish. Abbott organized two teams, both working 11 hours a day, to work on the sequence simultaneously. So, I mean, they had stuff, and there's a couple more here. Like, this movie seemed like there was people at almost every studio in Hollywood working on something. Right, but get it done. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Abbott's biggest challenge was size ratio, as he had to ensure that the birds looked like they were attacking the children. He achieved this by placing the birds within frame and zooming uh, zooming in on them to make them the correct size in proportion to the children. Uh. At Universal, associate editor Ross Hoffman and matte artist Albert Whitlock both worked on de- designing the town's backdrop, including the birds and the trees, and the scenery for the river shots of Melanie's car arriving in Bodega Bay. Yeah. I, that, that was one of the things I had started to write down, too, was that one. Because it's like, when she's driving, you know, they added the screeching of the tires and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff to make like it sound she's hauling ass. ass. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the birds were leaning to the yeah. left and right. When she would turn, I'm like, oh, my God. That was a nice, <laughs> nice touch. Oh, man, I laughed out loud. Uh, the film premiered March 28, 1963 in New York City. The Museum of Modern Art hosted an invitation-only screening as part of a 50-film retrospective of Hitchcock's film work. Uh, Eworks was nominated for Academy Award for Best Special Effects. The winner that year was Cleopatra. Mm. Tippi uh, Hedren received the Golden Globe for New Star of the Year, actress in 1964, sharing it with uh, Ursula Anders and Elk Summer, whoever that oh, is. I don't know. Yeah. They were new, but they're not anymore, so we don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also received the Photo Play Award as Most Promising Newcomer. The film ranked number one at, of the top ten foreign films selected by the Bengal Film Journalists Association Awards. And Hitchcock also received the Association's Director Award for the film. Uh, it's won the Horror Hall of Fame Award in 1991, and the film was honored by the American Film Institute as the seventh greatest thriller in American cinema. Wow, number seven, huh? Yeah. Was that of the 60s? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> probably. No, it's like all time. I'm like, mm, maybe of the time, but... I don't know. I mean, it like, so by, the, the, by the end of it, it's pretty frightening if well, yeah, you think about it. at the end when everything yeah. actually starts to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, finish strong. You know? That's that's what we do every week. <laughs> right. We phoned <laughs> it in until then. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, Portler... <laughs> uh, Portler received television sequel The Birds 2 Land's End, which I've never heard of, was released in 1994. 
Oh, <laughs> nice <laughs> fucking 31 years later. Yeah. Director Rick Rosenthal removed his name from credit and used the Hollywood pseudonym Alan Smythe. The sequel featured entirely new characters and a different setting, with Bodega Bay only mentioned once. Tippi Hedren returned in a supporting role, but not as her original character. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And uh, <laughs> apparently no one else did either. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm half tempted to be like to go find a trailer and mm-hmm. just watch it. And it's like, this came out in 94. Like... <laughs> What the fuck? Like, you're, like, 31 years is a long time between movies. Yeah. And then to make a goose egg, no pun intended, that no one cared about and I didn't even you know existed. Son of a bitch. I didn't even try. It just <laughs> happened. It's natural. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> Couple fun facts before we get into the thing. Uh, the movie references an incident that took place in Capalt... Cap- Jesus... Capitola, California, in August 1961, where a group of birds seemed to attack an entire community. Hordes of seabirds were die-bombing their homes, crashing into cars, and spewing half-digested anchovies onto lawns. Supposedly, the birds had eaten a toxic algae, which caused them to behave strangely. So that's a real thing that happened. Oh, nice. Yuck. (laughs) At first, Hunter wanted... Uh, the protagonist to be a school teacher, but this ended up being the basis for Annie Hayworth's character instead. Uh, the majority of the birds seen in the film are real, although it is, is, it is estimated that more than $200,000 was spent on the creation of mechanical birds for the film. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Kaufman of the New Republic called the birds the, the worst thriller of Hitchcock's that I can remember. Which is a bit harsh. It's <laughs> a bold statement, but yeah. it's definitely not. There's, it's, there's, it's, it's not a thriller. Like, there's some, in my opinion, like there's some tense moments. Like it, it's, it's non-scarily creepily. It's creepy, but not in yeah. a scary way. I until think you, the birds towards the end, like the last, mm-hmm. once it starts to happen, you're like, okay, this sucks. Yeah, but like I mean, the scene we'll get into it when we're talking the movie. But when she's at the school and all the crows start start showing up, yeah, that like, was the best. That's part. creepy as shit. But I don't know. It's tough because it's like the the long buildup helps you care about the characters more. Yeah, but it's also like okay, this could have been cut by a half hour, and we could have gotten to things being interesting a lot faster too. Right, because it was over two hours, right, or just under. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it, it's not exactly a short movie. Uh, there was controversy in relation to the nature of Hitchcock and Tippi Hedren's relationship during the filming of The Birds. Hedren maintained that there were several instances where Hitchcock acted inappropriately towards her. Oh. The, you know, the cast and crew described his behavior as obsessive, and Hedren claimed that he suddenly grabbed me and put his hands on me. It was sexual. That's the quote. Hedren stated that she rejected Hitchcock's advances on numerous occasions. Following this supposed rejection, Hedren was injured during the filming of the phone booth attack scene and consequently suffered cuts to her face from a pane of glass shattering on her. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Further, she insisted she was misled about the logistics of the final attack sequence where mechanical boards were replaced with real ones at the last minute. 
<laughs> Relax. They're going to be, they're not real. They're yeah. going to be robot birds. Mm-hmm. Which is better. Yeah. <laughs> For reasons. No, yes. Uh, it has been suggested that Hitchcock's deliberate inflicting of injury was revenge for Hedron's spurning of his advances. Hitchcock also signed Hedron to a seven-year contract, which she stated restricted her ability to work. These allegations yeah. were not brought to light until after Hitchcock's death. Although they have never been confirmed, they have widely been reported, including including by Hedron's co-star, Rod Taylor. Hmm. Yeah. Not a great okay. guy. It doesn't sound like it. No. I mean, that's... Hitchcock did some great stuff. Psycho and the like. But, yeah, from the sounds of it, he was not the most pleasant person in the world. Well, no. That's like what we when we talked about Kevin Spacey. Great actor. Yeah. Love his movies. Yeah. Piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to watch him now, which is yeah. too bad. Yeah. Uh, that's it for fun facts and production. That went a lot faster than I thought it would. Yeah, it did. But Holy sometimes Lord. I talk fast. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> you're you're all primed and tuned up with doing multiple shows now, so you're just... Mm-hmm. Bye, yeah, 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 yeah. Get it done, get it there, get it fast. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, get it done. This could be a short one. <laughs> We're not even 30 minutes in. Wow. That doesn't... I mean, we usually get through the production and all that stuff within about 20 minutes anyway, but... yeah. We can let's BS see. and do some other stuff, too. Yeah, let's see how long we can make this <laughs> with my three notes and half a scorecard, because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to put on this. <laughs> well, hopefully I can lead you in, and you can finish it up. Um, as we've well, talked I... about in the last couple episodes, we're doing talking points now, not necessarily beat for beat. Yep. Um, but the first thing to talk about is how much of a stalker Melanie Daniels is. Well, and so the thing that made me laugh is, like, she went cocoa for, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs right away. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? And he knew the entire time, but then, like, just let her, you know, like, she was in there to get her birds. They didn't have She's like, well, just drop them off. I'm like, no, just hang out. They'll be here. You know, come back later. No, take them to my house. It's like, <laughs> and then he comes in, and then she's like, yeah, I work here. What's up? Yeah, and then let me try and phoning you in with all these birds that I know nothing about, which obviously. He, which is funny, because he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, he was like, yeah, you, you know, tells her where he knows her from and all that kind of stuff. He's like, you should be in jail, because <laughs> she's a practical... You're just a horrible person. Yeah, practical joking <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. And then she's like, well, that's not very nice. And he's like, now you know what it's like to be on the other end of one of those, huh? Don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and apparently this is just too much for her to resist. Yeah. So she yeah. travels hours, finds well, out where he lives. Yeah, that's... Like, breaks into his home. And that's even <laughs> selling it short, dude, because she's like, she's like, hey, who is that? Calls the DMV. Hey, who... Uh, I need to find out who's the owner of this license plate. Mm-hmm. You know, goes to his house, talks to his neighbor, finds out he's in Bodega Bay. So she's like, I'll oh, just take the birds up there. She gets there, then she's like, "Hey, do you know? Do you know Mitch Brenner? Yeah, he's over there. Well, how do I get there? Well, how do I get out there? How do I get there without call me them a boat? Seeing? Okay, I'm gonna take a boat. Yeah, how do I get there without them seeing? Uh, what's the name of the? You know, he's he's like, oh, I brought these birds for his sister, and it's like, hey, what's her name? Oh, we're pretty sure it's Alice. Well, just to be sure, you could always go 
talk to the school teacher. So then she drives up to the school teachers, who you then later out finds out <laughs> that she's there because she was into Mitch. And then she's like, oh, it's Kathy. Okay, cool. I'm going to take the fucking <laughs> birds to break in, wait for them to leave, break into the house. <laughs> and like, Leave what? the birds with a note to Kathy, yeah. whom you've yeah. never met, right? ripping up the one for Mitch. Yeah. And then like, you know, she goes to leave and then she's stuck. Like the boat won't start. Well, I think she, she went cause she, she stops the boat motor a ways away from the house so she can paddle up so they don't hear her coming. Right. And then, then she, she paddles she, out. I think she stops the boat so she can watch them. But she tries to start it up and yeah. then like, I don't, you don't really hear it, but then he runs into the house and grabs the old binox and then comes out, and she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I just would have been going unless you wanted to get caught. And then, like, Yeah, I, I think she probably did. Or if nothing like, else, she wanted. Well, I mean, she immediately goes to flirty eyes. Oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, what's up, dude? I was you want to meet me at the shore? Yeah. I, you know, I just. And then, it, like, he books it to his car, and he drives like an asshole. Trying to, mm-hmm. like, she's going to get there first or something. And then, like. Yeah, uh, I just... It's creepy. Well, what's weird is, I mean, and he's a lawyer or some such, and it's uh, like, and he knows that she's a bit off. She's a socialite with, her dad owns the newspaper. She's been yeah. caught doing wacky shenanigans across the world, really. Yeah. And been in tabloids, and he's like, yeah, that seems like a smart move for me in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going like, to go ahead and find this girl, and we're going to... We're going to have fun. Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm not going to find another chick that's this into me. And he's like, I'm going to... Except for the school teacher. Oh, well, (laughs) that's true. Yeah, like, she's all like... But the mom didn't like her, so she Well, the mom didn't like any of them, though. Yeah, yeah. but she comes around by the end. Yeah, she didn't like like Annie or Anne. Mm -hmm. I think it's Annie. She didn't like... She didn't like Melanie, but she was like... You know, that mom that didn't want to be abandoned or, you mm-hmm. know, left alone. And so it's just like, oh, hey, you going over there to see Mitch? Like, it's obvious because, uh, ob- <laughs> you know, apparently Mitch is a bit of a player. He certainly seems it. Like, women just can't seem to get enough and even like move she- to small towns to not be too far away from them. Yeah, she's like, oh, you know, I was one of these girls that came up for the weekend and I moved here. Yeah. Just for you know this guy, who yeah. I'll never have because his mom hates me. Yeah, like, <laughs> Even though I'm a much more decent person than you, Melanie. Yeah, <laughs> right? She's, oh, man. Good old Anne Hathaway, right? Wasn't that mm-hmm. what it was? <laughs> I just put that one. I was like, oh. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that got serious. It got real serious. Um, fucking, for some reason, my train of thought is just... Left the station. Yeah, dude. Like I, I'm here, but I'm not. But like, where else would I be? Outer space, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what I did like is that as as she watched the movie, you can see birds sporadically in the background, like they're sitting on the water, they're flying overhead, like there's always some there, and obviously the whole movie, for some reason, is revolving around. Uh, her delivering these two lovebirds right. to the sister. Mm-hmm. And so as it 
you know, ramps up and the birds start being bigger jerks, the seagull, you know, swoops down and whacks her, her in right the head in the skull. Head, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember what the next one uh, to get her is, but it it is a nice kind of slow build. And that's what we were talking earlier. Like, it takes a while to get going, but it, for the most part, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So that when things start to go off the rails, you care more. Yeah, it's like a snowball, dude. Like, it starts out with just a little bit, but, like, it more and more and more until it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And they start amassing and swarming together, and then you get the attack at the birthday party. Yeah. Which is brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking just swooping in and knocking kids over and I'm like oh god that's <laughs> ruining a party <laughs> they were just trying to hit the pinata the old pinata <laughs> well and then cause, so they herd all the kids into the house the birds fly away it seems to come in waves and they get back to the house mm-hmm. and are more or less you know locked in and secure in the house and the birds start swooping down into the chimney and flood the living room. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to chime in. Sorry. No, no. I didn't I'm, realize you weren't here. No, I, <laughs> I told you I'm not here. <laughs> I thought you showed I, up for a second. I'm sorry. I did show up. But, yeah, that sucks, dude, because it's like... And the the funny thing about that is, is like, when the 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 cop shows up... At the end of the swarm where it's all coming through and you got these little stragglers that died and they're laying on tables and shit. Mm-hmm. Mitch is like, what are you going to do about this? And it's like, yeah, I'll go arrest What do the- you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to go and, and arrest the birds? Like, what do you fucking <laughs> think is going to happen here? You fucking jackal. Well, and that's it's kind of the cool thing about doing a nature horror movie because like, what do you do? Yeah. It's not like there's some lone slasher in the backyard you can do a manhunt for. It's like, it's all of the birds in this town. It's like, if all the birds in the town want you dead, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. You're scrubbed. Unless you got a bunch of guys with a bunch of guns that are really good aim, <laughs> you'd kind of screwed. You'd need a lot of crack <laughs> shots for that one. Well, and it just gets kind of worse, because, I mean, then they... So the mom, whose name I don't remember, goes... Lydia. Lydia. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. She, go- <laughs> she goes to this guy's house. Um, and I don't even remember why I should, but I don't. And, you know, she's looking for this guy and goes into his house and finds him dead in a room with his eyes oh, pecked yeah. out. Like, it's a pretty gruesome gross graphic scene even for hitchcock it's like wow that's something that would be in a movie now yeah that yeah exactly and i'm like okay sweet so like you see little bits of blood here and there and all that kind of stuff but like that is definitely like not to spoil you know scorecards or anything like that but Mm -hmm. there isn't really anything else more like gross or gruesome like you see eyes being pecked like the eyes have been pecked out like Mm -hmm. that's what i would expect from a birds you know yes 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 fuck you well a lot of them you know they'll have bite marks or whatever and you know later spoilers when uh, annie dies she's got scrapes and scratches all over the place but the the dude that was left dead in his bedroom like he got the full treatment yeah he was definitely 
feasted upon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was and there's almost, nothing to say that Annie didn't have the same treatment. We just didn't ever. I don't know if they showed her face. I maybe I, from the side. Yeah. But yeah, she because like, you know, Melanie's like, "Don't leave her there." I'm like, "Well, what do you want me to do?" She <laughs> like, <laughs> at least I drag guess. her into the house, I guess. Yeah, I take her inside. But like, yeah, yeah you know, when they look up, th- they look up in the window, and Kathy's just like. <laughs> this day sucks. God damn it. <laughs> Worst birthday ever. You fucking suck, Dad. <laughs> brother. <This> horseshit. <laughs> oh, brother, sorry. God, you're, you're confu- horrible. You're confused because he's 50 and she's 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much so. They oh, should that's... technically be both young 20-something-year-olds at best. But no. <laughs> Let me see. So, good old Rod, good old ruggedly, ruggedly handsome. Rod. Yeah, Rod. Oh, he died recently. Really? Yeah, in two thousand. I mean, two thousand fifteen. Actually, he died. Just like he died in January seventh of two thousand fifteen. Oh, wow. But in the birds, he was thirty three. In the birds, he does not look thirty three. No, he or we doesn't. look a lot older than we think we do. Oh, that sucks, dude. Because I'm, I now we both are now older than Rod Taylor was in the birds. Well, we're. I've been uh, binging to go completely off topic here, but we have time to kill. I've been watching Cheers. Oh, you're talking about good old fucking um, Ted Danson. I was talking about Cliff. Oh, with the the white hair. Yeah, in the beginning of the series, he's in his 30s. Mm. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> well, it doesn't help that Rod Taylor is that type of dude who looks like he was, like, like he got off the set of being, like, in a Western. Mm-hmm. He looks like a guy who would just have been in Western movies. Yeah, the Marlboro Man. Yeah. Um, well, oh, my God, he was in Inglorious Bastards. Who was he in Inglorious Bastards? Looks like Winston Churchill. Huh. I'm Winston Churchill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was on Walker, Texas Ranger for a few years. There we go. Nerd. Nerd. Murder, She Wrote, one episode. I'm just looking to see. All right, dude. He looks like in that picture right there, if I can get it to show up. I can't. Uh, On the Run looks like fucking Robert De Niro. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? You're like, he was 26. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, the best <clears throat> part of the movie, which we touched on earlier, is she goes to, Melanie goes to the school to track down Annie mm-hmm. after... The, the guy had his eyes pecked out. And the kids are singing this really creepy, haunting song. As that, always. That seems to last for a good 20 minutes without a breath. Mm-hmm. And... La, 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 la. You're like, okay, take a breath. No. <laughs> We're going to keep going until all the birds are there. But she... Waits outside, which, if nature's attacking, 
probably wouldn't wait outside, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. And you see all this playground equipment in the background, and suddenly, you know, one crow shows up, two, three, mm-hmm. very slowly all start perching on this jungle gym thing. Yeah, and, which, yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, the entire playground is just swarmed with them. And it is just the creepiest, coolest thing. And especially with, it's kind of uh, Elm Street-ish with that little Freddy's coming for you jingle. It just gives you that, I don't know, skeevy feeling of something horrible's happening with kids sing- chanting. Yeah, that, and there, <laughs> there's nothing scarier than children's voices used mm-hmm. in horror aspects. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't expect it, but then it's just like, ugh, don't. Yeah. There's the the innocence mixed with the darkness. Yeah. It is just it works every time. It does. It does. It's almost like or like really I want to say chanty but like um like when you think of uh like Catholic churches and like they'll have the choirs and it's like oh mm-hmm. like it like used in horror movies I guess also with you know the I don't want to say innocence of church, but like when you think of church, you definitely don't necessarily. Well, maybe. Um, <laughs> Back in tr- the day, you didn't. Nowadays, yeah. you know, everything has a bit of a to yeah, it. Dark but, side. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it definitely adds that creep factor, and you know, Melanie is trying to rush Annie and the kids out. Like, we need to get the fuck out of Dodge now because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of crows. I would, I don't know. I don't know if I would bunker down in the school. There's so many windows. I know, that's what I was just thinking. Like, they, they're not all going to fit in a closet or anything. Every classroom has windows. Yeah, they, you had been screwed because, like, it like I no, it wasn't even a brick building. Like, yeah, you, there's, yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. Too many, mm-hmm. too many points of entry. Um, oh, yeah. Even if you tried to hide in a basement, like they, yeah, get through the, they get through the roof, they can get through the floor. Like yeah, it might take them a little longer, and you know maybe by that time they'd fuck off because they well, do seem to the, come in waves. Yeah, with the amount of breaks that those fucking birds take, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're like, all right, we're going hard for about seven minutes, and then <laughs> after that we'll take a break, and then we will resume. Remass, regroup, get yeah. our shit together, come up with a new plan. And surround the house. Yeah. (laughs) Flying death. (laughs) Fucking bird murder. (laughs) But they decide to book it out of the school. First, it's, you know, okay, let's all get in a line and single file. Let's just very calmly try and get out of this place and get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Doesn't work. Like, the second they get out of the school and, you know, 10 feet down the road, the birds die bombing them. Oh, it, just, it would it would hurt i mean if yes, you think it about would. it like it would just be so i don't know how hard a bird's beak is and i know it depends on the bird but well yeah i mean it's still swooping in and like yeah. you know death by a thousand cuts like it's just coming in and like ow yeah i mean even if a big rubber ball hits you fast enough it's gonna hurt but well, a bird yeah. with a skeleton and a sharp beak like that's gonna just suck yeah Ow, dick. <laughs> Quit. 
Uh. <laughs> Fuck it but, over it. <laughs> but I like when every time they try and explain this to officials to townspeople everyone's like they're birds what the fuck are you talking about mm-hmm. like just get over it you're either full of it or you know you're just seeing things so when they attack the town and they attack that guy that's pumping gas and he <laughs> they just swoop in and it's like like and he's out <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's done and on the ground and the gas and- is just Pooling. Oh my god! Like it's somewhat realistic. I mean, I I worked at a gas station for probably five years yeah. when I was younger, and uh, yeah, those things. Phew, yeah, they're right really, out. But don't I mean? And this is the the '60s, so I mean the safety mechanisms would probably be a little less reliable. Kind of like in the Night of the Living Dead. What we just mm. did a, you know, a couple weeks back, and he drops the gas nozzle, and it's just pouring out onto the ground. Mm-hmm. I, I think I want to say that like, like the thing that holds it back is so slight that like if it falls to the ground, it's gonna pop release, open. It's, yeah, no it's one listening pop. can see your hand. I know it's gonna pop <laughs> like because you. You pull the handle back and like you hear like it goes over the little notches, mm-hmm. but like those notches are so small and like it's enough to barely hold it back that like if it smacks on the ground, it's going to kick open just or break the capper or whatever. Well, no, well, not even that. It's just going to like jar it loose, like loose so that basically it turns itself off. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, the best part about that is, of course... The, it's just pooling and, and running down the street into the parking lot and that guy getting out to light up a cigar and they're like, no, don't, no, don't. <laughs> the, whatever the guy's name was, don't do it. He's like, huh? <laughs> Screwed. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and the, like the funny thing is too, like I've never tested it, but I'm a firm believer that what ignites is the fumes and not the liquid. And so, like, when mm. you see a movie where they, like, throw um, a cigarette into, like, a, a puddle of gasoline. Yeah. Like, that gasoline is a liquid. It's going to put the flame out. Like, you're going to need the spark. Sure. the fume to ignite it. So, it's not like... It's not... It's yeah, but, lit. I mean, gas burns in general, though, doesn't it? Right. But it's not an open flame. It's burning paper or a leaf so like you know you light a match and you have a flame and it's doing its thing and then Mm -hmm. you have a piece of paper or you're burning tobacco and it ashes but it's not like flickering it's not out there and so like i don't know if i saw that it was like one of those things that was like myth busted or not but like Mm -hmm. more often than not it would just put the cigarette out like you would need a flame or a spark to ignite the fuse. Some kind of accelerant. Yeah, which I mean, I I believe gasoline is, but like. Yeah. Well, I know the whole like cars exploding thing is a big load of crap for the most part. Like, it can happen, but for the most part, they're not going to catch fire and then just explode on a giant plume of. 
destruction. You know, with within like seven seconds of not even a you know going off the side of a cliff. Yeah. Like yeah. It's like what? <laughs> you know, we didn't. We question- drive those. Yeah, we didn't question that back in the day though, which is hilarious. No, no, it's just fun to watch. I mean, it, they still do it from time to time. It's just like okay. Yeah. In movies, cars explode. That's just what they do. Here they slam into the sides of whatever, and it's like it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, so they attack the town. It's and it's almost like they planned it. Like they swoop down on the gas guy to make him drop the nozzle to spread the gas to the guy with the mat or the cigar and the match to light it on fire, cause an explosion. Because right as everything's on fire, you do the wide shot, and the birds start swooping in like these. You know, kamikaze pilots just like swooping in and into focus headed to barrel down onto the town mm-hmm. and they massacre everybody and it's fucking awesome yeah <laughs> climb aboard the murder train <laughs> right <laughs> and then we get the infamous you know uh phone booth scene that we were talking about before mm-hmm. I I feel like I had more to talk about with that scene, but I guess I don't. There's not really a whole lot to talk about. She's in a glass case of emotion, being attacked <laughs> by birds. And it's true, like, true. like you would think like she was trying to get away, but then they would swarm again. But then you're like, oh, yeah, they could break through the glass. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I should get out of there. But she was so dramatic. Like, I get it. It's a trying situation. Yeah. But like... The arms, like, oh my god! Like the arms go up and like damsel in distress, like, oh my! God. <laughs> help me, Popeye! Help me! <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's like you have to help yourself because everybody else is getting attacked too. So <laughs> lock it up and get the fuck out. <laughs> and eventually they escape and make their way because they're like, hey, where the hell's the, the little girl and Annie? Mm-hmm. And they finally get to Annie's place, and that's, you know, again, when we find her dead. Yeah. Which I, I've i remembered from watching it back in around Halloween, but it's still one of those, like, oh, I was hoping she'd live. Oh, yeah, like, that's a real fucking bummer. Yeah, of all of these characters, she's the one I actually kind of liked. Yeah, because, she, like, I mean, she was kind of, I don't want to say dumb for doing that, but, like, we've all done some, we've all done silly things to catch the attention of those that we are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily going to say like I've ever like moved. It was close. Yeah. Ish. But like I've never gone to the extent of like relocating to, you know, for the opportunity and hoping that you his know, mother that, will die and he'll change his mind. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, she's like, if that doesn't happen, you're like you done uprooted yourself and you're living on a prayer. And, mm. and then to see him bring in another lady, <laughs> like not necessarily by his choice, but he's you know, mm-hmm. racked in another one who's fawning after him for whatever reason, aside from she's crazy. Yeah. And then she stays at your house. <laughs> yeah, be like, hey, I know you're after the dude I want, but yeah, you can stay here. Yeah, I got a guest room. It's fine. Yeah. I see you're trying to rent it out. Uh, we're not trying to rent by the day. I don't know what kind of place <laughs> you think this is, but... I think what you're looking for is a hotel. 
<laughs> but there's nothing. Oh well. There's yeah, one but, two feet that way. Yeah, you know? there wasn't anything available though. So she says. So she says, yeah. She could. She didn't be a liar. really look. It was real more like, well, I've already talked to this girl who has a room for rent. I can just screw up her life for a while. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Rack, you know, shack up on her couch. But they finally get back to the house. They board it up Night of Living Dead style. And I love the birds just pecking away to get into that house. It is very zombie horde. Yeah. It, it's yeah exactly it's it feels like that exact thing but you know obviously they're not dead but they're definitely coming at you in the you know the horde style to where you can be overwhelmed like one mm-hmm. bird you're like okay yeah it's a bird but like you have yeah. 50 birds coming at you you're like oh god damn it this is going to suck a yeah. lot you might not Ouch. die but you're not going to have a good day I love when they're, like, lodging themselves into the door, trying to peck through. That's when it gets, like, scary for me, because it's, you know, a a zombie won't necessarily break through a door, but birds, they have these built-in tools in their faces, where if they Mm -hmm. want to bad enough, and you have a weak enough spot, they're going to get in. And if one can get in, they can all get in. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was the thing too, not to like spoil it, but like that was the most shocking part of her going upstairs is seeing that they pecked their way through the fucking roof and that yeah. it's missing part, like it's gone. Like like a big chunk, like a big asteroid hit the frickin' ceiling and flew yeah, into the attic. exactly. Like they're like, oh, and then you could see out to all the, I'm like, oh God, that would be a sight. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it it's really disturbing. And when you know we talked about it earlier when we were talking about the music, just that dead silence and the occasional flutter. Mm-hmm. By that time, your brain is trained in this movie to go flutter is bad because that means birds. Birds are trying to kill everybody. Yeah, like it's like hearing a creak in the floorboard or you know a door close or something in a slasher. Yeah. Like something is out there. Mm-hmm. And it's wanting to kill us for whatever reason. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. Thanks. <laughs> Ouch, babe. Uh, and of course they do get in. They get into the attic. Melanie investigates, opens the door, and just gets mauled. I'm not gonna lie, man. It's been so long since I saw the movie. I thought she died. And I was there like, were times I hoped she would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I thought she we'll died, and I'm like, later. really, like. You're going to go out by that? Like, yeah, you're getting cut up, but, like, come on. But I do like that it kind of, like, shocks her. Mm-hmm. It, it's not quite as... I, I would say it, it's better than, not to keep going back to it, but Night of the Living Dead, uh, when Barbara gets all freaked out. Yeah. And is, you know, sort of catatonic through, like, two-thirds of the movie. Well... Like, two different types of movies, but, like, you have zombies in your last one Mm -hmm. who attack you in swarms. And then this one is uh, draws a very similar parallel to how the the birds attack. It's just, it's not zombies, it's 
Yeah. Birds. Yeah. And that wasn't intentional. I just thought of this, you know, as we were going along, but it really is very similar. What are you doing? <laughs> just, <laughs> just make it funny. I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. I know it's it's hard. Like you get it, but like we're not visual, so <laughs> me doing yeah. ha 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 la la la, it's like stupid faces at you, you know, with my beer. Like you're. Can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> you're done being dumb with your face. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> you fucking dumb idiot. But it would shock you to just. I mean. I think, given the situation, she should have just, like, cracked open the door and peeked her head in and gone, ah, uh, no, thanks, yeah. door closed. 100%, because, like, <laughs> I, exactly, open it just enough to look and see that part of the roof is missing, back yeah. downstairs. As soon as she sees a mass amounts of sunlight beaming through that room, go, you know, mm, probably I not. I don't think I need to go in there, and then, <laughs> yeah. like, of course she falls down right in front of the door, like, yeah. after being mauled for seven minutes, and then... You know, old man Taylor has got to fucking <laughs> beat the door in to try to get it. And she's like, ah, ow. Quit dick. it. <laughs> fucking stop. I just got attacked by a bunch of birds. Would you ow. knock it off? Your fucking door is digging into my hip. <laughs> God, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, I mean, like he did it to save her life. But. More or less. But yeah. it still hurt. Well, that's. You know, we we talked about the ending towards the beginning of this. I I kind of like that ambiguous ending. And every time I watch this now, I think of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, where they make fun of this movie with the dolphins. Oh. <laughs> and at the end, when all the dolphins are perched on all the buildings and the telephone wire and all that stuff, that it's recreating that scene at the end where they're just swarmed around the house. Yeah. And they're everywhere, even the one that. Uh, bites at the hand. Oh. That's something that they do with the dolphin and Lisa. One pretends to have a soda, the plastic rings that hold the soda together over its mouth, and she takes it off, and it bites her. (laughs) Well, that was, like, we kind of glossed over. It's kind of actually around this time, like, when uh, Mitch is trying to close the window or the storm Mm -hmm. shutter or whatever, and it's just... Like, he's just... That part would probably be the the one that would suck the most. Because, like, you're reaching out trying to close it, but, like, your your hands keep getting fucking knocked, and you're like, ow, mm-hmm. ow, fuck, Not ow. to mention broken glass all around your arm. And... Mm-hmm. That would probably... That was, like, the most tense moment for me, because it's just like, ow. He's, <laughs> you're trying your hardest to close the window, but you can't mm-hmm. because you're getting fucking stabbed. Yeah, repeatedly in your hands. Mm-hmm. And if you let go, you're screwed because then they all get in. Yep. Like I say, I mean, one big enough space for them to get in, they're all going to get in one way or another. That's true. Yeah. It's it's a creepy notion. Yeah, that's, that's the thing about this movie, though, is there's like, it, in itself, is not that creepy. It's like, if you think about it, and like, in the context in which things are happening, like, you're like... Okay, this isn't scary, but like walking down the road after being attacked by birds and you just see like 300 birds just perched over everything. Mm-hmm. You're like... Just staring directly at you? Yeah, like, oh, oh, God, that sucks. Well, it's what's so interesting about the ending. Like, in another movie, 
a switch would have gone off on the birds' heads and all those people would be dead. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. It's like they were trying to just get everyone out of the town. Because there's yeah. a radio broadcast that plays in the car when Rod's trying to, you know, get the car out and to get everybody to safety. And it's like, it's pretty much just in this town. Yeah. There are a couple outliers, you know, here and there. But for the most part, it's just this town that is overrun by birds. Which, like, if you think about the dumb luck, too, like, you get to the car to try to get away, and it's a soft-top convertible. Yeah. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> I just can't catch a break. He should have grabbed the truck, really. Well, yeah, but there was one. He wouldn't have got everybody in. Yeah. Which I understand, but. Well, how many were there? There was. Four. Well, four, yeah. And then we have Catherine, who can't help but take her damn lovebirds like at a certain point i'd be like you know all these birds are trying to kill us let's i've had enough birds today yeah we'll get you some nice lizards yeah right (laughs) a really cool turtle well yeah they could really (laughs) they could have taken the truck but then if you think about it like that truck was a it was a bench so like you could have had all three of them on there and then like she could have sat on somebody's lap yeah but like you have windows behind you to the side of you in the front of you there's not like you can't really get out of the way there's nowhere to go it's basically yeah if if, they get into that car you're really screwed yeah and the thing is is at least with the car you can i'm not saying you can outrun the birds but like you can at least try to speed a bit yeah i don't know and it, it's weird because, I mean, the birds essentially just move out of the way of the car and let them pass yeah, and get to safety. And that's the end. That you know, says the end there. And like I say, in a different movie, like I think if I updated that movie, it would you'd either really hammer home that the birds are trying to take over this town for themselves or you'd be a real jerk. And as soon as it seems like they're going to get away... The birds flock to the car and they all die. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Give it a real, like, mist-style ending where, like, yeah. they, like all of a sudden they're like, ah, oh, you just couldn't hold out five more minutes? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I did like it. I mean, I it's... I do, too. I've watched it twice in the last three months. That's probably good for a year or so. Well, that's the funny thing is, you know, more often than not, we'll talk about a movie that we enjoy quite a bit, mm-hmm. and it sounds like we're just shitting on it. Yeah. Me, mostly. Yeah. You're kind of grumpy. But... Yeah. It's my age. I know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, that's kind of our job. We pick apart things. We, we've seen these things enough times, and we've seen enough of these now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... I do feel like I see these movies differently now than I did before. And the things that used to bug me about them in years past don't anymore. And it's more the concept of them that I find disturbing than anything I actually see happen. Yeah, like, it's the thought process. It's like that movie Hellfest. I haven't watched it yet. Well, and that was like... So then not to spoil, like you said, yes. So if you intend on watching it, I'm not going to ruin it for you. But like, it's kind of Blair Witch. Like at the the very ending of that movie, it's like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah. The idea is scarier than what I just spent the last hour and a half watching. Like, you sit there and let it marinate for a minute, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's fucking creepy. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so close. I don't think Opie needs to come out here, but that's okay. Shut the door. What up, dog? Oh, well. Yeah, she was laying down. I'm like, yes, perfect time. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We're almost done. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that's the thing. I mean, you think about the idea of birds attacking, like we've talked about like seven times already. It's mm-hmm. not that frightening, but the idea of every bird... Yeah coming together in a hive mind to you know wipe out a small town Mm -hmm. then it starts to get a little creepy so without further ado let's get on to the scorecard the idea the idea uh best kill or scare i went with a scare i did too and it's the best scene of the movie we talked about earlier where the birds amass on the playground um nice I went with it was a similar thing, but it was it was the, like the the squawking that the crows would make, and it, I believe it was the sound effect that they were doing with like the whoa, hmm. a lot deeper. But like it's like oh, yeah, fuck, it, it's <laughs> unsettling. I mean, that's the for me that scene shows that they're planning this. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't. Just some random something got into the head, like that fun fact we talked about earlier that sounded a lot less fun. Yeah. When it act- something like this actually happened. This isn't just birds are going crazy. This is like they're communicating with each other in a way and coming together to wipe us out. Yeah. It's picky. <laughs> uh, most wanted to die, Melanie. Oh. Whether it's whether it's her fault or not, just her behavior the first half of the movie, uh, I could... I, she deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> More than I anything could, else. I didn't have one, but I could see that. Like, I don't necessarily think that it's uh, that it warrants being killed, but sure. um, I guess she would be the one that you'd go with, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just in the... In a different context, in a different movie, the idea of someone randomly met someone in a pet store, mm-hmm. found out who they were, tracked them down, went into their house, and then left, or hung around the town just to keep an eye on them. Yeah. That's a basis for a horror movie in itself. It really is. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, it took like i worked at i worked at ace for over six years now um like it took us like we had so many things in common like you knew like i knew i'm like oh me and this guy we could be good friends but Mm -hmm. like it took years for us to get to that point to where we're even talking about shit let alone being like who's this guy where does he live what kind of car does he drive what's his license plate <laughs> who knows uh what kind of shit he's into like does he like birds can i take birds to his house can i leave him inside his room when he's not there like <laughs> like hmm <laughs> i i hope we're still not at a point where you feel comfortable enough to come into my house and leave me birds <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no 
No, that's. And not if we happen. are, we need to have a post-show talk. Oh, <laughs> come on, God! My cats will eat the birds, or <laughs> my birds will, or my cats will get scared of the birds and hide under the bed. I don't want that either. Yeah. Uh, most wanted to live, Annie. Yep. She didn't deserve a, it. I think it's a given. Or even the guy that got his eyes pecked out. Like, who knows what that... Yeah. We Just knew, a simple farmer. Yeah, we knew that Annie didn't deserve it. We don't know what the other guy did. Maybe he was out there beating birds. Could have. Could have. Yeah. Did you have one? Annie. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the guy with his eyes pecked out, grossest moment uh, was it's, the guy with his eyes gouged out. It's, there's nothing else you can do. I mean, you could be like... Get, like it's just the most blood you're missing mm-hmm. eyes like there really wasn't room for anything else no i mean and they could have again in a different movie they could have shown someone else getting attacked and picked apart but as like, that didn't happen and they kind of did i get there was the guy trying to get uh get to her in the phone booth mm-hmm. who was getting pecked at and we got real close up on his face but it wasn't as bad? Yeah. I guess. I was hoping yes. for a little more feedback, but that's fine. I don't have anything for you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we're almost done. Thank God. Yeah, Dumbest you're... moment. Uh, I didn't really have one except for Stalker Melanie. Um, the So I didn't have one. I was torn with it because I'm like, okay, so the lady at the diner was obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But, like, I get her reasoning. Like, hey, you guys yeah. are talking about fucked up stuff. You know, like, hey, there's kids here. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the way she went about it, not as, uh, wasn't vibing on it as much. Yeah. Or when but, she turns on her, when she comes back and says, like, you're the reason for the, all this. Like, where yeah, you, that one, where she's are like, you falling through there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. I was like, oh, really? Okie dokie. <laughs> That's an interesting train to hop on, but I suppose. Yeah, right? Thanks. I I think the stalker thing bugs me most because it's like they all just accept that it happened and is okay. And they're letting her comfort the 11-year-old girl and be invited to the birthday parties. and Yeah, she's just a part of everything when she just gets there. It's like... You just broke into our house and left us some birds after just meeting me yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have you over for dinner two nights in a row. <laughs> right? And it's like, poor Annie's over here just putting in the work, just yeah. trying. And, you know, they're like, mm. You've met me before. I'm not, you know, I'm a school teacher. I can't be that horrible. Yeah. They trust me with small children on a daily basis. But mm-hmm. the crazy bird lady, she seems like a winner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so our last thing, uh, I picked a, a category, a special category for us, which was pick another animal invasion uh, that would be, I guess, equally terrifying or worse. I went with mice or rats. I could see that. It's another one of those animals that can, I don't like them anyway. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of them at work, and every time I see one, I go, Ugh. yuck. Uh, yeah, because they're just <laughs> running all over. You're like, nothing. Yeah. And it's another one of those animals where, even more so than birds, because, like, they can collapse their bodies and get into cracks and stuff. So, like, if they want it in, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do. You are just screwed. You can board up all you want. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, It is creepy, especially because it's like, you know, they just come in waves. Mm-hmm. 
And and there's a lot more of them than we'd like to think of. Yeah. Um, I my first thought was snakes. Hmm. Like I'm not about it. Even spiders. Like I've seen yeah, that movie. Like yeah, I don't like spiders either. <laughs> yeah, but like snakes. But then I was thinking about it, and I'm like. I was walking through my living room yesterday and the live action jungle book was on and then hmm. I saw I saw monkeys and I'm like no like snakes are bad everybody's afraid of snakes yeah but like monkeys like watching them run in like swarms and I'm like they got hands enough They're to smart. use to, enough to use tools mm-hmm. yikes <laughs> <laughs> they're yikes you know like they're getting well, in I mean, there planet of the apes yeah you, know, you watch the new planet of the apes trilogy which is fantastic by the way if you haven't watched it yet what the hell you've been doing for yeah, the last what are you doing? 15 years God, but they're so good they are but the I, it's another one of those things where if you think about it mm-hmm. if they were smart enough whether they could talk or not even just base level they can be trained enough that 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 could be bad. Well, yeah. Once they figure out, they pick something up, and it's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> I fucking beat you with it. <laughs> like you got enough shit laying around where, like, you got three of them around you. All of a sudden, it's like, oh man, could you imagine fifty monkeys mm-hmm. climbing over your house? Well, and they're vicious too. I mean, they're mean little fuckers when they want to be. They rip you apart. We just the, came up with the new horror franchise. Yeah, for those that killer monkeys, you couldn't see, but I I'm wearing a robe and I mocked like my chest was being ripped open. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I thought it was a button-up shirt. I'm glad you really dress up when we do this. <laughs> it's cold. It's a little chilly in the garage, guy. <laughs> uh, I'm all like, "Why are you wearing a suit and tie?" You're like, "I just thought it's a little weird." But <laughs> <laughs> all right, that is it. That is the birds in a nutshell. Hell yeah. I don't know how long that was, but uh, that we tried to stretch it out and get some bang for your buck here. Yeah, that was, it was only like an hour, hour 15, hour 10. Damn. About half the time of the movie. Yeah, we went through it really quick. Yeah. Um, so, I guess without further ado, that will leave, um, all that leaves is me to do the social medias, and then uh, announce what my movie's going to be. Yeah, and I forgot what it is, so I, you might have uh, pulled the switcheroo on me since you said it. So I forgot what it was, too, in a, until about 30 seconds ago, so I'm like, hey, oh, God, what the I'm fuck? I'm glad we I? had the slow lead-in. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> let's drag this out till I remember what it was, and then I'm looking at my calendar, I'm like, yep, that's what it was. So we are going to do, um, for our next episode, um, My Bloody Valentine. Oh. Comes out comes out the day after. That isn't even close to what I thought it was going to be. All right. What did you think I was going to do? I thought you were doing Exorcist. No, we're, well, it's it's coming. Yeah. But no, because uh, it was like we actually our episode drops right around the time where it's super close to a holiday, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I forgot well, about that. It's perfect timing. Um, I might even do an original versus remake on it. I don't know because. I can't imagine that we'll talk about my bloody Valentine again, or there be, year. or there be that much demand to be like, God, you guys have to do the remake. So we're doing the the original. Is it still available on Prime? I'll find it. 
we'll figure it out. I just want to make sure I find it. Yeah, well, if I have to buy it, then obviously you have my login, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so until then, mm-hmm. you can find us on all the social medias. We're on the Facebooks. We're on everything. You can find mm-hmm. us at um, Pod and Gore um, Podcast. We've got a, a page and a group. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore pod. You can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. Uh, make sure, if you got a second, like, subscribe, rate us, review us, all that sweet, sweet interactions that we really need and that could be, you know, helpful in people finding and discovering. If you got yeah. a friend that's into horror and they don't know about us, tell them. Yeah. Let's blow this shit up. Okay. We're, we're, we're coming up on two years. We've been doing this long enough. Like, it's out there. There's a, episodes upon episodes to binge. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 get those um, let's get those listeners in. Let's get some f- fresh bloods. Yeah, um, yeah, and stuff. especially you know, give us a like, give us a review, give us a rating. It it really does help. It helps us you know tick up in the search bars when people search for horror and podcast. The more likes and things that we have and reviews on the iTunes, the higher mm-hmm. up we go on that list. So thank you to all those who have done it already. Yeah, Obviously. thank you very much. So, like, we still like. I think we're closing in. It's been a minute. We we only have uh, we have well, only we have seventeen ratings, which is awesome. That's pretty good. Like, it I is love awesome. That. And like, we're like, hey, sweet. So they had all been five stars. Like, thank you, friends, people that know mm-hmm. us. There's like, we'll throw one out there. Yeah. Um. Got a couple randos, I think, that we don't know, which well, I, is even better. But Right, which is, like, that's the genuine feedback, right? Um, mm-hmm. We did get a three-star. Yeah. I'm not upset about that. I just want to know what we did wrong. That's all. I know. Let us know. That's the thing. We don't get a lot of uh, feedback on the show. So if there's something you want us to change, if there's a movie you want us to cover that we haven't, you know, we uh-huh. have a schedule planned out, but that's very fluid. Yep. It can always change. Nothing, you know, unless it's, you know, My Bloody Valentine and we're trying to slate it into a holiday. Yeah. There's nothing really set in stone here. Well, do me a favor. When you listen to this, if you make it to the end, one, I appreciate you. Two, mm-hmm. let me know. If you want me to do... It, we'll, we'll cover My Bloody Valentine. We always do the originals first, but if we want to talk about the remake... If you want us to do a little bit of the remake in there, we can we can fit it into where we can be like these are the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. I, like I'll watch both movies. I'll I'll take the notes. I will yeah. deep dive into that little minor town. And I'll just watch both movies. Yeah, because it's his episode, not mine, which makes it even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> th- there we go. Um, but yeah, so we'll leave it there. We appreciate you guys for listening as always. We'll catch mm-hmm. you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.